Welcome to the Spiritual Father Podcast. I am Father Adam Carrico, and this homily was recorded on August 5th for the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time, 11 a.m. Mass at St. Boniface Catholic Church, Louisville, Kentucky. The readings can be found at usccb.org forward slash Bible forward slash readings. There you will also find links to listen to the readings and watch video reflections on the readings. I encourage you to check those out. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. I want, by a show of hands, for you to show me uh, who are the cat people here. The cat people. Raise them high and proud. Disgusting. You can put your hands down. There's another homily for you. We'll get to you later. Now, where are dog people at? There we go. Now, are we talking real dogs or dogs that are more like cats? Because it's really not a, a real dog if you have to bend down to pet it. It really isn't. It's more like a cat. And I just got a dog. reason I bring this up, I just got a dog a couple months ago. Don't know if I've really told you about her. She's basically a real dog. You have to kind of bend a little bit to pet her. But she, her name is Lady. She's four and a half years old. She's kind of nuts. And uh, she's, she's wild. And, um, and, and so the, the rumor is true, though, that there is a lady that lives in the rectory. And most of the time, she sleeps in my bed. But last night, she actually slept in Father Jeff's bed because I was away. Apparently, she'll just sleep with anybody. But, <laughs> but that's my dog. And dogs... Dogs seem to always do things for food. Whatever it is you want them to do, have a treat ready. That's how you get a dog to do what you want it to do. They are guided in so many ways by their stomachs. They uh, live for food in so, so many ways. Uh, another pair of dogs that I run into uh, on a pretty consistent basis walking around the neighborhood, they take their human for a walk, and one of the collies is always way out in front and the other collie is always way in the back with a human right there in the middle and I kind of imagine the collie in the back is thinking why are you taking us further and further away from food while the one in the front is thinking if we walk faster we'll get back to the food sooner so this tension between moving forward and let's go backward but it all in the end has to do with food we can follow our stomachs. God desires to speak to us through our intellect or through the emotions of our heart, but oftentimes it is our stomachs that guide us. We see this with the Hebrew people wandering in the desert. They are grumbling to Moses and their leaders. They say, why have you brought us out here to starve to death? Not a bad question, but they are acting out of their hunger. Their hunger is guiding them. Their need for food is what is informing their, uh, their being. And so they, they complain. They say, well, back in Egypt, we had flesh pots, which is actually a synonym for sin, but that's a whole nother thing. And then their bread. We had flesh pots and bread back in Egypt. Sure, we were slaves, but at least we had food. Why have you brought us here out into this wilderness, out into this desert. They, uh, in some ways, desire to go back, to return to that place where they knew they had food. They had, as a people, crossed the Red Sea, that great 
symbol for baptism. They have gone through the waters of death and rebirth and come out the other side. They cannot go back. They are the chosen people of God. They are not supposed to go back. And yet their stomachs, those lower desires, pull them back into slavery. Pull them back to where they know they at least had food. St. Paul picks up the same theme in his letter to the Ephesians. He says, do not return to acting as the Gentiles do. Do not go back to acting. He doesn't just say, don't act like them. Don't go back to acting like them. Don't return to that way of life. We may at times fall into that. We may at times stumble. But do not just throw away what you have received. Do not forget the new identity in Christ that you have been called to. Do not return to your Gentile ways. You can't go back. And so we, you and I, the entire collection of humanity is lost in this desert, in between where we were and where we are called to be, in between that land of slavery and looking forward to the land of promise. Just like the Hebrew people lost in the desert, wandering around in this, in this uh, barren place, looking for glimmers of hope, longing for the promised homeland that God himself has sworn we will enter if we follow him. And we make that way. And yet sometimes we desire lowly things, earthly things, things that tempt us back into sin, back into our life before, our life before baptism, our life ultimately without God. The Jewish people in the gospel are also looking back in a way. They have received food, bread from Christ. He has multiplied the fish and the loaves. He has fed them. He has filled their stomachs. And they come to search for him because he can provide for them in that way. He can just give them the food that they need. And they, they speak of how Moses provided them food in the desert. And the covenants, God's relationship with God's people, build on one another. They get closer and closer and closer to that great event, the incarnation, where God becomes man, enters our reality as one of us, and walks amongst us. God moves forward. God does not move backward. God has already provided physical food for the hungry. In the desert, he has provided manna for those who need sustenance. Would not God, having come in the flesh, greater than Moses could even have imagined, do something greater than Moses did? Wouldn't God, who had provided food for the hungry without the Incarnation, do something greater after the Incarnation. God moves us forward. God does not call us backward. God provides us still. They ask, Lord, give us this food always. And he has answered that plea. 
The food we receive from this altar may look, taste, and feel like ordinary food. It may have the outside appearance of ordinary food. But God is filling us with something so much greater than manna from heaven. The food of angels was received by Moses and the Hebrews lost in the desert. We receive something so much greater. God moves us forward closer and closer to the kingdom of God. And it is this food that will sustain us for that journey. We return here time and again to this sacred space and sacred spaces like this all across the world, Sunday after Sunday, to receive this food, to help us on this journey, to help us not fall back into slavery, into sin, back to Egypt, but to move forward to that promised land where all of us, God willing, through our hope and prayer and God's good grace, be together for eternity in that promised land that we were promised so very long ago. Let us pray for one another. Let us receive from this altar. Let our hearts and our minds as well as our stomachs, be filled with this bread that Christ himself has offered us. I hope you have enjoyed this homily and have gained something from it. For more from Spiritual Father, please visit spiritualfather.org where you will find other homilies, blog articles, social media posts, as well as links to various projects. Thank you for the support. May our Lord and Savior bless you this day and every day to come.